Ladies and gentlemen, may I have your attention, please? Fuck you, come on by the One Million Podcast. How was hanging out with Brooke Kreischer last night? Oh, that was the coolest uh, comedy store hang I've had in a long time. A bunch of my friends that I was with at dinner, they were like, Hey, so your brother's lineup tonight at the store, huh? I'm like, yeah, I know. Yeah, no, it was a killer show, and uh, fuck yeah, like, and it was like one of those things, like we're we were in the green room, even saying like, there's a lot of fucking murdering up here in this room. Like even Taylor Tomlinson was there, who I think is one of the best joke writers, definitely of her comedic generation, but definitely working. But yeah, just to, and then Josh Denny was there, and and. Sam Tripoli and Theo, like, and Matt Eisman, who... Wow. Yeah, it was really great. You mean American Ninja Warriors, Matt Eisman? So, who I've known for years. So the same one, though, right? Yeah, Confirm. yeah, yeah. So, couldn't be happier for him. And now he's doing... Well, also, that show fucking rocks. It so. does. But uh, also, <laughs> he's doing a, a new thing called Rescue Live, which is like Live PD. I know, I saw it. It's on after Live PD. It's on tonight. <laughs> Uh, so, <clears throat> so he like even today he was flying back to New York, but he he was having a good time. Very, oh, he lives in New York. Uh, no, I think he just flies back there f- to work. I think that's where they oh. do rescue PD or whatever, rescue live, rescue live. But no, that was a re- and man, the comedy store is just like the place to be, uh, especially right now. I mean, if you're I've, a hep cat. We were, the, you know, I was there in like 2011, 2012, where. It was not the place to be. I mean, it was cool to go there because the comics ran it. And, uh, you know, there weren't that many people there. So it was really easy to, like, experiment with stuff. Like, you could just go up there and wing it. And now it's sold out every night, which is great. But it does kind of... Put the I'm pressure used, on. No, it doesn't really now because now I'm at the point now where I'm like, sorry. Like, they kind of get it, I think, that they we're up there to work shit out, especially in the OR. Mm-hmm. So... Original room, not the operating room. Yes. Yeah. And uh, so, like, yeah, I think the audience is cool about, oh, they're especially they can kind of sense that you're working shit out. And, yeah. And the comedy store definitely, well, L.A. in general, they play darker. Like, I I told a joke last night that I've been telling on the road, and it it's hit and miss. And, uh, like, it just destroyed last night. Mm. So it was cool. But, uh, yeah, and, of course, the comedy store is now sold out every night and they're very cool like we have our own bar we have our own place to get high we have the comics still run it like they haven't lost that kind of it's yeah. still our clubhouse yeah and it's an even cooler clubhouse now mm-hmm. uh because again we have our you know back when it was desolate and it was like a clubhouse mm-hmm. we didn't have this cool bar and we didn't have we, we had the place we had sacred ground which is what we call where we get high and uh but now it's like lined up with chairs and cushions like it's yeah it looks a lot better it looks a lot better when so that mountain comes a creeping on in though <laughs> yeah we're still dead uh because the comedy store is right up against one of the hollywood hills and parts of the hill have come down there before yeah and it's you know as earthquakes occur and they won't stop and <laughs> mountains continue to shift and change Along with the landscape of our earth, it keeps creeping closer and closer to the back windows of the comedy store. And what is it, about three feet? Uh, what do you mean? Away from the mountain to the back of the store now? 
Uh, no, I'd say it's about five or six. But five or yeah, six feet. It, that's it, still it would, not a lot of feet. It would definitely kill. Well, not. Yeah, it would definitely bury anybody who was down there getting high at the time. So yeah, that's a lottery you don't want to win. Good thing uh, earthquakes only happen during the day. Yeah, I don't think that's a thing. They didn't teach you that at your school? They didn't know. No, they didn't teach me a lot of things that weren't true. They were like, oh, you know what? This doesn't matter because <laughs> you're never leaving here. Yeah, earthquakes aren't nocturnal, so you're safe. Yeah, they were like, you know what? Whatever. We got to get to the stuff where his blood becomes wine. <laughs> <laughs> uh, welcome back. Welcome back. It's the One Millionth Podcast. I'm Chris Porter. I'm Andy Porter. We're siblings. Uh-huh. And we do a podcast. Here we are. And it's called the One Millionth Podcast. And you know that because you clicked on it. Uh, and thanks for subscribing. Thanks for reviewing. We got 5.0 stars on the reviews. And there's ah. quite a bit of reviews. So thank you so much. If you haven't rated it or reviewed us, uh, please do so. Unless you're like one of those four-star people. Then, uh, you know, suck a dick. <laughs> uh, how was your weekend? Oh, it was good. Well, since we are, we're recording on a Wednesday this week. Oh, it is because Monday you were you had had a long work day. I had to work late. And so we just and then our buddy sold his show. Yeah. And so we just went drinking. Yeah, we went and had some drinks. Um, what did I do this weekend? Oh, yeah. What did I do? I don't. I don't know. Oh, Friday. Oh, I remember everything now. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I've also worked thirty-four hours between the weekend and now, and it's only Wednesday. That's too many hours. That's too many hours. That's it's like okay. A, those are miners' hours, like in a cave, not like children making iPads. Still same hours. Same. Oh, you know what? Actually, I think the miners' hours are probably a little better. Yeah. Yeah. They don't need probably suicide. fewer because like need we don't need coal. Nets. Yeah. Well, we do. We just not as much. Yeah. But things that, things that we need. They're just down there playing gin rummy. <laughs> like how many pails do we have to do today, Josiah? Six. I now back pails. to singing. Dink, dink. I've been working in the coal mine and I'm gonna live to see 37. Another one. Because <laughs> DJ Khaled is also there. <laughs> we the greatest. It's the greatest. This is my son. He's also the greatest. He's one and a half. Yeah. And he's already worth more than 95% of the people you know. Yeah. I can't believe he's still around. He just got started by being drunk on Snapchat on a jet ski in Miami and just like rolling up to Puff Daddy's house. You know, he gave his son producing credits on his latest record, and he probably only did that just so he can make royalties. He got money. Yeah, yeah, smart. He got points on it. Thanks a lot for putting us on your album, Dad. <laughs> uh, to be fair, it didn't sell any. Well, that's true. No one wanted to hear metal Christmas songs. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't that be funny if that's dad was like, I just really like metal now. I just really just dark Christmas. Have you ever heard Silent Night by Megadeth? <laughs> it's awful. What's that fucking band they like that sings Sound of Silence? Uh, Disturbed. 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 <laughs> that's fucking Disturbed doing <laughs> Oh Holy Night. Disturbed. Disturbed. <laughs> All right. Uh. All right, so uh, that was Friday. Oh, Friday I went to Korean barbecue and it was amazing. It was fucking delicious. Uh, can you give me that iPad or I, the remote there? Thank you. Um, it oh, was amazing. And, and the other oh, remote. Oh God, fuck Sorry. you. <laughs> that one. Yeah. Get it. <laughs> if one of us has to get up, you, you get so up. So 
closer. Oh, man. <laughs> no way. <laughs> Not me. <laughs> That's still one of my favorite YouTube videos. <laughs> The the lizard? Yeah, the guy that's on Drinking acid. out of cups. <laughs> it's a walkway. Look at me going up, going down. No way. <laughs> Fuck you. No way. Uh, oh, and then Saturday, what did I do? I went I went and had dinner with one of my dearest friends, Jordan Fisher. Oh, that's right. And I she love Jordan me. Fisher. She's amazing. She took And me her boyfriend, too. he's just the greatest. He really is. They're just wonderful together. So Jordan took me to dinner at what is now my new favorite sushi restaurant. I've heard this before. Uh, what is it? Aroha. Aroha? No, yeah. I've heard of that. I, I bet that's really good. It's amazing. It's a little on the pricier side, um, but it was so, oh, I mean. Rice was good? Rice was good. The rice was good. Well, it's also like you can't compare the rice to something like Sugarfish. Yeah. Which is a little chain of restaurants out here in. Los Angeles. L.A., based on a very famous sushi restaurant. I mean, it's, it's yeah. also owned by the same people, I think. Um, but they have warm sushi rice, yeah. which is very unique yes. to that restaurant. So, man, I know that that's your favorite restaurant. I just don't want you to go with, like, Sugarfish no, aspirations. No, I, I, yeah, I'll do it. As long as it tastes good is all I'm after. The quality of the fish was banging. See, that's what it is. Like, I've been to, I went to a sushi place with my buddy in Vegas that was, like, supposed to be the shit, and it still it just tasted like fish, and it's not supposed to do that. Yeah, the uh, sushi in the valley is supposed to be, like, some of the best in North America. What, the valley? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, great. Yeah. Because I eat there sometimes. But yeah. usually I go to the one in Hollywood. Iroha is in Sherman Oaks. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm into it. I'd I'm, try that out. I'll fucking go whenevs. Okay. Aroha. Aroha. Aloha. Aroha. Aloha. Aroha. Speaking of aloha, they have, they have nuts there. Yeah? Back attack snacks. Back attack snacks. They tagged me in a Insta they, story today. Yeah, they did. They released carne asada beef jerky. I was going to go into my messages and see. I couldn't remember what flavor it was. Oh, I, I am I so. Just wrote, I wrote taco meat. If back attack snacks is listening, if you just send us a bunch of that. Oh, they're going to. Hell and yeah. And they're also going to send us our new flavor of s'mores that they're releasing. Yes. Which yes! is. Yes. Yes. S'mores. S'mores. And you know what's great about them is they're going to be tasty, it's going to be delicious, and it's, it's going to be, be healthy. healthy. Yeah, because they use real ingredients. For real people. For real people. No hydrides, no dash 25s. No chlorifieds. No no words that you need. No classifieds. No, no riptides. And you know what's great about Back Attack Snacks? You can go to their website, backattacksnacks.com. Backattacksnacks.com. Order all the things you want. You get 25% off your whole order with our promo code. Which is, uh, in all words. <laughs> in all words, one millionth pod. That's one million with a T-H and a P-O-D. And you get 25% off your entire order. Backattacksnacks.com. <laughs> well, I was in Wisconsin all weekend. I, what part? Uh, I was in App. Well, I was performing in Appleton, but I was staying at my good friend's house in Mark. Not in Mark. That's Mark. Mark's his you name. You were in Mark? No, not ever. Oof. Which is one of the reasons I like to hang out with Mark because he lets me hang out at his house and doesn't make me put things in him. Yeah. No, but had a great time. Mark is very successful uh, and uh, has a very large house that he lets me stay at and he loaned me a car for the weekend. He's just one of the most generous dudes Ooh, on the planet. Nice. What kind of car was it? It was a grand it was a Grand Cherokee. Ooh. It was loaded up. Yeah. Heated seats. That's like an eighty thousand car. It was nice. And I bet. or as the guy at the rental car once called it a Cherokee. <laughs> 
He, uh, oh, that's good. English was not his first language. And he goes, do you want the Grand Caravan or the Cherokee? And I said, say that again. And he goes, the Cherokee. And I was like, I'll take. And I said it right back. I was like, I'll have the Cherokee. <laughs> Sauce on the side. But uh, Appleton uh, played the Skyline Comedy Club. Hadn't played there in years. So uh, it was nice to be back. It's uh, owned by the great people that also own Spokane Comedy Club and Tacoma Comedy Club up in Washington. Two of my favorite clubs, and uh, this one did not disappoint. The crowds, however, woof. Thursday, Friday was good. <laughs> Friday Late Show was the most stereotypical Friday Late Show ever, which is uh, just drunk people. Yelling things. Yelling things. One guy got upset because he misinterpreted something I said, yelled and screamed, and then stormed out and then cried in the lobby. I've done that on so many occasions uh, with you. <laughs> Misinterpreted something you said. Yeah. Got mad, yelled, yeah. stormed out, and cried in the lobby. Well. Sounds like Thanksgiving. <laughs> Sounds, seems like a little foreshadowing. Well, I didn't even know this guy. Uh, <laughs> he was just mad about a joke he didn't hear. I hate uh, that. Yeah, it was a bummer. Uh, but uh, the staff was great. Uh, the people that were cool were cool. And uh, and then just hang. It was kind of cool because like every night I just go back to Mark's house and hang out. And it was like a clubhouse because there are other people hanging out, too. Oh, cool. And so we just sit at his giant bar and play pool and listen to music. And Friday night I got home and everyone had drank too much already. So everyone had already passed out. So I just made a video of all the things you could do in Mark's house when everyone's asleep. Uh, and then I sent them the video so they could watch it in the morning. Uh, and then, uh, yeah, flew home Sunday. Tone Bell and Ty Barnett were on my flight. Uh, bing bong and tie tie. Oh, yeah, it was good times. And uh, But I did make the mistake. I was getting on the plane and the lady goes, hey, there's an emergency exit row if you want it. And I go, yeah, I'll take it. She goes, it's aisle. I'm like, great. What she didn't tell me was it was right behind the bathroom, which uh, was fine, except I got super long legs, so I couldn't extend my legs all the way because then they were tripping people coming out of the bathroom. Ended up kicking an Asian woman in the back of the ankles. Yeah. Like, had to full... <laughs> <laughs> had to full-on pull up my eye mask and apologize. Uh, I mean, it does, just not because she's Asian. You could have kicked anyone, and I would have thought it's funny. Yeah. So, but she she even handled it like a champ. She didn't even look back. Like I had to tap her on the shoulder and be like, "Sorry," and I'd be like, "That's fine." <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah. So and then Sunday, what the hell did I do? Oh, I went to the Palm. <laughs> I went. That's usually how that goes when you remember that you went to the Palm. You're like, "Ah, fuck." Yeah, because I was like, "Oh, I'll go at seven. I'll eat." I'll have yeah. a drink with Alex. I'll be home by 8.30. No, you always eat way more and drink way more than you think you're going to. Well, that also doesn't help when the people are just bringing shit to you. Well, that's the deal. They're yeah. so hospitable. Yeah, they're just like, no, you got to hang out because yeah. two other regulars showed up. Yeah, and to be clear, we're talking about the Beverly Hills location. Yes, and so uh, <laughs> some more regulars showed up. And, of course, Alex Concepcion, fan of the podcast and also... One of my favorite people on the face of the planet. He's amazing. This looks like a nightmare. Right. Hellscape. Andy. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Andy. So, uh, no my Apple, t- <laughs> my Apple no TV is Fuck on. Fuck you. No way. <laughs> the new, Not me. The new 
screensaver is like going through a deep ocean like vine field with fish and andy's not a big fan of underwater or fish yeah or i've come a long way though you have come along but this i love is, to snorkel yeah but you wouldn't go into this Absolutely. this is not. way too no too too many opportunities for creepy crawlies oh yeah that's it's very is that what seaweed looks like when it's not just wrapped it, around your ankle no i think those are trees Sea trees? Sea trees. They're... Oh, well, look at you, Wait, you little it, underwater arborist. It might. <laughs> ah, I fucked it up. You well, went least... back to the previous one. It'll come back up again. Well, at least you. this is just the coral reef, so this isn't as this bad. This I would do. Yeah, because this is actually what it looks like when you go snorkel. Yeah, it's beautiful. It's tropical. It's a lot of coral. It's some beautiful schools of fish. Yeah, but also. That other one looked like the beginning of like a snorkel horror movie. Just imagine like if you walked through a very thin treed forest. Horkle. Sorry, that's my new genre of horror snorkel movies. <laughs> God damn. <laughs> I was like, what? Horkle. <laughs> uh, so, anyway, <laughs> uh, did not leave the palm till 1030. Uh, and I remember he, after... Alex brought me a bag of donuts. He, I'm like, man, I'm good. He goes, you can burpee them off tomorrow at the gym. And I remember, I don't know how he knew, but there were actual burpees in the workout. And I, I cursed his name because it hurt. And I think he practices Santeria. He ain't got no crystal ball. Oh, you have never been to his place. He has so many crystal balls. He's like a fucking Stevie Nicks museum over there. Well, I had a million dollars, but I spent it all. All right. Listener mail. Listener mail. Oh, bop, you said it right. Bop, bop, bop. Oh. Bop, bop, bop. oh, look at that little rose for you to log in with. The, that was the default Is it? icon. I don't think so. You changed your background. I Certainly did change the background. I didn't icon. change. Who goes? I don't even know how to change my icon. You absolutely do. I could probably figure it out. It's very easy. Anyway, this <laughs> one's... <laughs> This one's from Danielle. Hi, Chris and Andy. <laughs> That's how we're starting. Hi. Hi, 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 Remember that song? Remember? Can I not make one mistake without it turning into a song? No, but do you remember that song now? No. Do you remember that song? Yeah, that's how it goes. It's from the 90s. It's the hi yo song. Horkle. This one's from Danielle. <laughs> hi, Chris and Andy. <laughs> double exclamation point. Or, to be read another way, hey, Chris and and. Upside down exclamation point, double exclamation point. Dumbass. Love the podcast, exclamation point. Uh, I just listened to your new episode where you guys talked about McKinney Manor. It's actually been around for years now. That would be the haunted house where they you sign the waiver and they can keep you for as much as 10 hours or until you give. It's actually been around for years now, and it seems to always come back around in the news every year. I'm a major Halloween and horror fan, major being in capitals. She's going to love my horkle genre. But even I would... Otto, Otto, you're not tough. Shush. Look at how you're sitting. You're not tough. You can't even see. Yeah. You're really just barking, hoping that... bangs. <laughs> He does need a haircut. So bad. Well, guess what? It's he not, had to. He got his teeth cleaned this month. It's next also month. chilly. It's chilly. Yeah, we're gonna go to Kansas. It was nine degrees there yesterday. Yeah, it's fine. Otto, Buff. it's cool. I'm a major. 
Halloween fa- and ho- horror fan, all in capitals, just to reiterate what we were talking about. Horkle. Well, wanted to let you guys know the play started in San Diego and it's been featured in the documentary Haunters, which is about people who run haunted houses and attractions all over the country and the docuseries Dark Tourists. Both are on Netflix and really great watches if you want to check them out. Oh, thanks. I'm sure some of our fans might also want to check that out. Yeah. Again, that's uh, Haunters and Dark Tourists. Both are on Netflix. Haunters. Like haunters. Like people that haunt. Like goose and goblins and ghouls do. Maybe not goblins, but ghosts and ghouls. Thank you guys for such a fucking hilarious show. I'm from L.A., born and raised, but now I live in Virginia. Ooh, that's a tough move. <laughs> With my husband who's in the Navy. Oh, at least you're near the beach. We've been big fans of Chris's comedy for years. We've gone to a few of his shows. Well, thank you very much. And we quote ugly and angry every damn day. Well, God bless you. Andy, you're funny as shit. And your laugh is the best. Oh, thank you. Oh, and I do have one question for you guys before I go. What are some of your favorite spots in L.A.? Question mark. Thanks for reading all this. Fuck you. Come on by. Exclamation point. Danny. Favorite uh, spots. Fa- I like the Sepulveda parking spot. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, favorite spots to hang, to, to eat. Well, I guess for me, that's usually one and the same. Uh, I like... Um, I like Mama's Shelter. It's a fun place to hang if you're into $16 margaritas. And staff that doesn't give a fuck about you at all. Uh, but the views are nice. It's really nice. Uh, of course, Sugarfish is a big big one for me, uh, mm-hmm. for the sushi. Uh, I've never taken anywhere there that's ever been disappointed in the least. Mm-hmm. Uh, but of course, uh, I want to try Arroyo now. And uh, of course, I'm always a big fan of the Bel Campo Burger here in Los Angeles. Go check that out. It's a... Uh, mm. A good burger mm-hmm. uh and uh good times at davy wayne's i love that mm-hmm. place andy um i like really seedy places <laughs> yeah i like the frolic room a lot that would be the place next to the, the pantages the pantages like a cash only bar yeah really divey yeah it's a nice little place it's fun what else do i like to do bordner's is fun because i like to sit on their oh, back patio during like the day and play and play um yahtzee Okay. Because I have a bunch of board games there. And you know, that's my shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sure there's more. I just, I was put on the spot and I can't really remember things that I've done. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but also R.I.P. Cafe Med. At the uh, beginning of that Echo in the time. Canyon documentary, when Jacob Dylan, the worst part of the whole documentary, was driving yeah. down Sunset, the strip, he drives by Cafe Med and I was like, oh. Oh, uh, it was still there when he was driving down it? Yeah. Uh, but I'll tell you what, La Pergoletta, we got to go. It's, it's, uh, I'd love to go. I just want really everyone, good. I want our listeners to know that our favorite restaurant got Ca- taken over by a Wahlburgers. Yeah. If you don't know what a Wahlburgers is, it's exactly what it sounds like. Yeah. It's the, the, like the, the Wahlburgers, like it, Mark and like, Donnie and, they, and the rest. And they make you a very sub, subpar burger. Oh, Paul is the chef, Paul Wahlburger. Paul, we're, yeah, the <laughs> champ. Of the Wahlbergs. Jordan Fisher told me once I pitched a clip at the soup. I don't remember doing this, but I was assigned to watch Wahlburgers because they also have a show. And Jordan said during my whole pitch, I just kept calling all of them Wahlburger on purpose. It was like the bit. <laughs> so Donnie Wahlburger shows up <laughs> and they meet their mom, Wahlburger, who's there with their other son, Paul Wahlburger. <laughs> and they're making burgers. So check it out. Wahlburgers. <laughs> 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 I was like, yeah, that sounds like something I do. Because probably just out of the bitterness that I had to watch so many hours of that show. <laughs> oh, Lordy. This one's from Derek. Hey, Chris and Andy, exclamation point. Point. What? 
man, it's, sometimes it's tough to make words. Love the pod, and I look forward to listening every week. Are you all concerned about the value of your parents' house with potential buyers hearing Chris's special and questioning the electrical wiring of the home after your dad's ordeal? Thank you for making me laugh every week, Derek. Uh, not really our concern. Also, I love my parents to death, and I know why they're selling the house, but... Uh, and that house is worth a pretty penny. That's yeah, a good fucking house. I get why they're selling it. They're going to probably triple their profits, so that triple their money. So and also, the electrical's fixed now. Yeah, dad got it all figured out. But also, that being said, you know, if they couldn't sell the house, Can that wouldn't be Can you quit tapping your toes like a little kid? Sorry. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't mind it. It's just going to get picked up on the mic. Oh, okay. You're just so excited about emails. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, but all the hurdles they have to go through to sell that thing, I'm all for it. So now you're just doing it. Your feet aren't touching. <laughs> well, I gotta keep. I, I gotta keep the circulation going. Uh, no, you could just say that you're excited about email. I'm excited about email, but I'm really excited about something we'll talk about here in a little bit. Uh, this one's from Paul, dear Chris and Andy, or no, back that up, dear Andy and Chris. Way to switch it up, Paul. Keeping me on my toes. Exclamation mark. Mm. Ugh. In words, comma. With a comma. <laughs> Honestly, I think that might be my favorite one so far. Yeah. Because it's such like... a fuck you to the exclamation mark, uh, but he's doing it out of necessity. Oh, I respect it. I fucking, I hate it, but I respect it. <laughs> Way to go, Paul. You hate exclamation mark. I hate, it's not what it's called. Congratulations on the podcast. I've been enjoying listening to it and laughing along the way. As someone who also has siblings with a large age gap between us, 15 years and eight years older than me. Oh, wow. You're super young. I think it's fantastic that you two are so close. Well, we thank you. I know you don't talk a lot of politics on the show, but I wondered if you had a take on the recent vote to restore the name of the Paseo Boulevard here in Kansas City. Um, what was it? It, it they, they so changed the Paseo, it to MLK? They changed it to MLK, and then the people that live on the Paseo said they never really got a vote, and they petitioned to have it changed back to the Paseo. And the pictures I saw of the group, it seemed like a very mixed group. Like, if it was a bunch of white dudes changing it to the Paseo, like, I'd probably have an issue with it. Yeah. But it seemed like a very diverse group of people that were like, no, man, it's the Paseo. I grew up on the Paseo. Yeah. I'm also, fine isn't there, it. like... Every MLK Boulevard that there is is like never a safe street. The, yeah, it's a Chris Rock joke. Yeah, that's a, it's notorious. Yeah, for sure. And also the Paseo fits in line with that. Well, very much so. The Paseo, you know, you don't want to hang out there. Also, you know what? Go change Neiman to Martin Luther King Boulevard. Go go deep Johnson County. Turn that into Martin Luther King Boulevard. No way. You know what street name needs to get changed? It's fucking Flum. Pluffum. Oh, P-F-L-U-double-M? Yeah, change that to Martin Luther King Boulevard. At least that yeah. at least that makes phonetic sense. Yeah. So they would see, and so it'd be a teaching moment. They'd be like, <laughs> who's this guy? Fuck Flum. P-H, wait, U-C-K. Flumin. Pluffick. Pluffum. Also, several episodes back, you talked about local burgers. Ever try the Westport Flea Market Grill? Yes. Great burger. Great burger. You know what? And I kind of forgot about it because it's been a while since I've eaten there. You know what? We might need to go back. I don't know about Thanksgiving, but maybe Christmas. Yeah, maybe Thanksgiving. We maybe go grab a Westport flea market burger. I would love to do that. I used to do improv there at Comedy Sports. Oh, yeah. I remember that. And it was then terrible. We, and then we sang The Weight as a family. We did do Me, that. You. I've had that burger a lot. It's um, just been a while. You know what my favorite part about that building is, though? What is? Oh, that Bob Berdello was there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He owned part of it. He didn't own part. He had a stand. He had a stand in there. That's what in I meant. In the flea like market. Little, yeah. 
called Bizarre Bizarre, spelled both ways. Yeah. And, and if you don't know who Bob Berdella is, he killed a lot of people young gay men. And in buried them in his backyard. And chopped them up and put them in his walls. He injected their spines with Drano. Wow. To disable them. Really? Yeah. And the way he got caught, the last guy that he had, because he would leave them handcuffed to the like wrought iron bed frame. Yeah. Like the wire bed frame or classic. Yeah. What do you call that? A headboard. Yeah. So they'd have him handcuffed and he injected him with Drano and he had gone off to work that day. And when he came home, the guy was handcuffed naked to the bed. Middle of the day, wakes up out of his coma, somehow gets out of the house, like out onto the roof, jumps down and is running naked through Westport, handcuffed to this headboard. Really? And so finally people called the cops and that's how they ended up catching Bob Berdella. Any other murder questions? Man, I didn't, didn't even didn't ask, ask. I didn't even ask that one. <laughs> Sorry. I like true crime. No kidding. Dad went in his backyard once. But afterwards. Afterwards. He was already arrested, but his house was still standing at the time with Charlie Byersfeld and Greg Peterson. You know, I love my father to death, but he has been known to turn a tail or two. I'd want, I'd want to ask Greg about Let me that. have that. Just let me have it. It's not hurting anybody. I love Scott Porter more than anyone in the world. Well... As much as two two other people in the world, but three. You talking about Mom and Otto, and Bella. <laughs> Six. Whatever. All right, quick counting the people you love. Hey Chris, this one's from Jeff. Hey Chris and Andy, and then in parentheses, double exclamation points in words. All right, well you get double exclamation points for that. I love that. Sam, some friends and I saw Chris this past Saturday in Appleton and had an absolute blast. Well, thank you very much. I hope it was uh, on Friday. <laughs> Uh, she uh, he says right there it's Saturday. Oh well, fuck you, Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> hope you had a good time. No, uh, Friday was the bad night, so Saturday was a good night. Uh, good. Uh, hope you had a good time as well. Well, we've covered that. Fuck that janky ass elevator, though. Yeah, there was an elevator that, cause it was like the joke I made is that I was telling jokes above a restaurant that's above a restaurant. Because it was just like one of those buildings that had a couple different establishments yeah, in it. Yeah, I live above a bowling alley and below another bowling alley. Yeah. And so uh, the elevator up was questionable at best. <laughs> uh, Jeff's question, in your opinion, what are some of the things that make a venue cool to place to perform at? What's a telltale sign of a shitty venue? Mm, that's a good question. No water. A cool place to perform at is how welcoming the staff is. If you show up and they're like, hey, what's up? It's good to see you. Thank you so much for coming, blah, blah, blah. You know, they've kind of because sometimes you show up and it's not like that. They're just like, what's up? And they kind of act. And what's weird is it's the shittier clubs that they treat you like shit. And it should be the opposite. You think at the nicer clubs, they'd be like fucking we're cool yeah we don't have to put airs on anymore (laughs) uh what's a telltale sign of a shitty venue well yeah just no lights yeah the the lighting's weird um no chairs no chairs for the audience yeah no tables it's no uh, no microphones no microphone louder no comedy club if it's just an outdoor, no. You're just yelling in a parking lot at that point. Just trying. I know there's something that's just the telltale sign of a shitty club. But uh, other than the staff is kind of the make or break. Although there are clubs that the staff is great and the shows are shit. At least the staff is great. Mainly because they serve them alcohol and bowls. And yeah, I'm talking to you, Toledo. Uh, Ooh. Yeah, man, it's uh, and I've other comics and I have talked about it. It's the only club in the fleet of 
comedy clubs that serve these giant bowls of liquor they're supposed to sell them to two or three people but the waiters and waitresses just sell them to one person and i get why it's a 30 dollar tab you never have to talk to that person again so it's like it makes it real easy yeah but these people get blackout shit-faced <laughs> and it's and every and i even told the manager i was like every person i had to deal with this week had one of those fucking bowls of liquor they're just being overserved. yeah and it's only a matter of time before that gets them into some sort of legal trouble yeah but just for now it's making some shows just fucking awful oh my god uh this is uh from courtney hi guys damn it's hard to not use an exclamation point but i'm on andy's side well you already fucked it up courtney you said it <laughs> A uh, couple of random questions. Do you put any syrups in the fridge, like pancake, waffle, or Hershey's? Oh. Definitely put Hershey's in the fridge. Do not put pancake in the fridge. I always keep... Uh, I don't have either. Well, I don't have either, but if I do... Hershey's makes sense to put in the fridge. That tracks. Yeah. Um, Syrup, no, because I don't like it to be cold. And I don't. Yeah. it doesn't go bad at sugar. Yeah. It's not going to get moldy. And I also like my syrup to be warm anyway, so I don't need to bring it down from up. I don't need to heat it up to a higher temperature from it already being so cold. But good question. Uh, yeah. This question may be weird, but I found it very split. Do you stand or sit when you... should have... <laughs> Let's, no, finish the sentence. I will. I will. The question may be weird, but I found it it's very split. Do you stand or sit when you wipe? <laughs> God damn it. Why I want to I want to know how many people you've asked and what brought that up. I guess you, did you walk in on someone? And by the way, who the fuck stands up when they wipe? <laughs> that seems like it makes it harder, right? Or yeah, if you're... nothing else, there's just that you know that area where you have to stand. It shit could fall out. Yeah, you gotta, then it just gets mashed Dude, in your. You cheeks. gotta keep a seal. And then it just squishes together. Where the. Fuck. No, Who you does sit that? down when you wipe. And if you stand you, when you no, wipe. You just stay seated. Just stop Finish it. Finish the job before just you make movement. Fucking stop doing that. What is going on? Keep on podcasting. Hope someday you can make it more than a once a week thing. Fingers crossed. Fuck you. Come on by. Ooh, Courtney. We forgot to do our sign off last week. I know. So we'll just do double at the end of this one. Well, yeah. And I just thought maybe, you know, come episode 100, we can ask people what is the only episode we ever didn't say the thing. And yeah, then they'll that, be like, it's 20. Yeah. That's the correct answer. That would be, yeah. Porter trivia. Porter trivia. That's how we do it. This one's for Bullet 53. Hi, Chris and Andy. My name is Noah. I think his name is Noah. Recently, in a relative, in, in parentheses, in a relative term, my parents went up to Columbia, Missouri to watch one of Chris's shows. I wasn't able to go because I'm only 15. I just wanted to give a huge thank you to Chris for signing one of your ugly and angry records to me. Oh, of course, brother. Aw. Sorry you weren't born earlier. Sorry your parents didn't start fucking seven years younger but dad introduced me to your guys's podcast and now i'm stuck on it well thank you i was wondering if andy feels like she ever has to force comedy with chris being a comedian no she doesn't it fucking pours out of her so naturally like everything else how does she feel about some of the jokes that target her for instance and i quote my sister is a goddamn fucktard <laughs> uh i mean to be fair i told i call her that to her face long yeah, and before i, I say I, it on the show i taught him the word fucktard yeah no that's her word yeah i gave him the word so i'm that, fine with it i think it's hilarious yeah she also gets that it's a joke yeah i only cry three nights a week now but you know yeah but it's that's down from eight but while you're watching my specials three times a week it seems just kind of like you're no, kind crying, of leaning crying into it. three times a week. Oh, I, but not to my, not because no, of I'm those No, I'm just jokes. thinking about it. I just, uh, I cry three times a week thinking about it. You know, we can talk about these things. No. 
Hey, Andy and Chris. I love how people are switching it up. Exclamation point. In parentheses, Chris, don't say the exclamation point. Ellipses, shit too late. I feel like I was set up for that. Yeah. By the way, this one's from Quinn. I don't know if I said that. Quinn. Queen. Uh, Love you guys. Super hilarious. Uh, Side question. Why do you both call sandwich sandwich? Because it's funny. Sammy's. Sammy's. Why would you say sandwich? First off, that's... Real. And honestly, sandwiches, I really truly think that I'm saying sandwiches, but it's just, I don't know, Kansas sandwiches. Yeah. But also, we have a tendency to say shit that, in a way that makes us laugh. Yeah. Like, Someone's all the time. To. Yeah, so sandwich always made us laugh, so we said it. Mom says it. I think, did we get sandwich from mom? I think mom and dad taught us sandwich. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think sandwich, <laughs> and I'm almost, and I want to put it on mom, because I'm almost positive it's her word. Mm-hmm. Postscript, never laughed harder than when I was listening to Chris tell his mushroom story for episode 10. Oh, well, thank you. I just can't do this right now. Oh, <laughs> uh, we got to, we'll tell a story here in a second where I freak out again. Uh, that's listener mail. As always, we're brought to you by Charlie Hustle, and I'm wearing one of my favorite Charlie Hustle t shirts right now. Yep. It's a raglan, it's got a giant K for the University of Kansas. Rock greatest Chalk university. Jayhawk motherfuckers. The greatest university We on gave up Earth. 30 turnovers against Duke. Still only lost by two. It's going to be a good year. Yeah, we're under investigation. Fuck you. Come on by. <laughs> Charlie Hustle, man. I love their stuff. Keep wearing their shirts. They're comfortable. They fit right. They look good. Yeah. And they represent things I love. Hopefully things that you love. Yeah, and it's a vintage shirt that you didn't have to wear that someone else's armpits have been in. It's because it's vintage made fresh. Go to charliehustle.com. Enter the number one and the word million. You get 25% off your order. Andy, tell them how that works. Uh, That's like buying 40 sweatshirts. Yep. Wait. See you do the math on There's, this one. Hmm. That's like buying 16 sweatshirts. Yeah. And getting four f- for free. 12 sweatshirts and four are free. Let's just make it easy. That's like buying 30 sweatshirts and getting another 10 for free. If you have 40 people that you buy gifts for, and if you do, I'm so sorry. Yeah, you guys should get some sort of like, uh, like corporate name, rate or name drawing system going like our family like a does. secret santa situation yeah yeah so you just buy one gift and you're not spending ten thousand dollars on one side of the fam exactly but yeah it's like buying 300 sweatshirts and getting another 100 sweatshirts for free but you yeah. know what if you are gonna buy that many you should probably call them directly because they're <laughs> pro- i don't I know but make sure you use our promo code, though. But definitely, because that would definitely. By the way, when you use these promo codes, they don't just help you out, but they also help out the podcast. Please help us. Uh, so please. We're so hungry. We're so. <laughs> well, we are actually not done with viewer mail. We have a viewer text from our father. This listener text. Listen. Uh, he, he's watched us. That's li- fine. Yeah, listener text. <laughs> so dad sent us a text. Yeah, dad sent us a text. With bullet points. Yeah. With notes. He even put a subject in. I think he might have just emailed our phones because there's a subject that says podcast. Hi, kids. <laughs> or he just wrote in subject podcast. But it's it's like in bold. I don't know. You write. He must have emailed it. Yeah. Oh, parents and phones. Hi, kids. And then dad went quintuple exclamation points. <laughs> Way to go, dad. Go for the gusto. Your mom and I listened to the podcast last night as we do every week while having cocktails and laughing very hard, exclamation point. <laughs> you mentioned that the house was haunted and you might want to explain it further. You might also mention the support group the three of us belong to. 
Also, I'm proud to be a boomer! Exclamation, Dad. We're very aware that you're proud to be a boomer. Yeah, you're like poster child boomer. Fucking, yeah. I'll fucking own that every day of the week! Exclamation point. Fuck you. Come on by for Thanksgiving. He says. <laughs> Love your we faces. Will. It's just so funny that he's like, I'm a boomer. Fuck you. I'm proud of it. And he emailed our cell phone numbers. <laughs> his notes. For the fucking, it couldn't have been a more boomer move. So meta. So meta. So meta. Or either dad is just like, no, I know how to do it. I know how to commit to a bit. Well, I have a feeling he had already typed up the fucking email. And then he was just like, I'll just put in their numbers and see if that works. And it did. And it did. So funny. Okay, so our house is haunted. Well, first, let's just get out the support group because I don't want to. Ex- I don't want to expound upon that for too long. Uh, oh yeah. Uh, so our step grandma, uh, three separate occasions, Chris, Dad, and I have all seen her naked on accident, allegedly. Oh god damn um, it! It's just it's gross. Yeah, she is not. A, she you know, eighty year old women aren't it. Seventy five year old women aren't aren't naked attractive no there's every there's a lot of things moving in a lot of different directions at the same time and you're like i didn't know you grew hair there at a certain point oh you you just let it all go yeah there's a time where it's just it's going yeah so mom has has the was the only one who never had to see it and god bless her because she has had to deal with way worse with that woman so so for years mom and dad and andy said that our house was haunted by our actual grandmother yes who I experienced several occasions who had always turned the lights out when she was alive and there were lights that would go on and off in the house like we would hear footsteps coming down the hallway go down the stairs turn the corner and go down the other set of stairs and turn the lights off down there and dad and I were the only people home and sitting in the living room and uh but there's also a short in that light switch and that was always like my thing but i always let you know i don't argue with people i let them believe what they want to believe you want and, me to tell you another it, well, situation well i'm happened? getting to my situation which proved which turned me made you a believer but i'm giving pretext so yeah i'd always been like in i'd always been like that's great but in my head going y'all are nuts so <laughs> one which ni- he's not wrong yeah. but just not in this case one night, uh, we were home for the 4th of July. A storm had moved through that night, and we were all in bed, and I couldn't sleep. I, just something was bugging me. There was something just like I knew something was wrong, and it was a weird feeling. I kept, and I kept smoking weed. Which and, didn't help. Which, But also, there was, this, there was the situation where I was in bed reading, and you were still outside smoking weed on the deck. There was scratching at my window. Oh, and yeah. And my bedroom window is like, what, on the third story of that house? Yes. Because it's in the attic. And I heard scratching at the window. I was like, Chris, do you see? Because with a storm moving in, there comes a lot of wind. Oh, yeah. I was like, is there a tree outside my window? You're like, there's not a tree within yards of any of your windows. I'm like, yeah. oh, fun. Yeah. So, like, and so, yeah, something's going on. And I can feel it. And and I've always had, while I didn't think the house was haunted, I definitely have, like, you get vibes from the afterlife. Like, I've always kind of felt like people have been looking out for me. Same. Uh, so, uh, so I'm like, something's up. Well, then, so I'm laying in bed. It's 1230 at night and mom and dad's phone rings, like the actual house phone. And four of the 12 people that know that number were in the house at the time. So I'm like, dad answers the phone and I didn't even get out of bed. I just went, who is it? <laughs> and he goes, man, I don't know. She's speaking gibberish and hangs up the phone. I'm like, well, that doesn't help. Then the fucking alarm goes off. The house alarm goes off. 
And my mother, our mother, has always done this thing that when the alarm went off, she would just run straight to the keypad so that she could get the sound to turn off. So when the alarm goes off, I yell out, stay back. (laughs) And I remember dad comes around. Dad keeps a gun by his bed at all times. And he comes around the corner. No gun. Like, where the fuck's your... This is where you need a gun. Yeah. And he's like... And you're also shrieking because the alarm is ear piercing. Oh, ear piercing. I'm like, where the fuck's your gun? (laughs) And he's like, oh, oh, no. So we we run down... Call of Duty style. Yeah. I go down the stairs like, what? Checking corner. <laughs> Giving hand signals and shit. Two, are you telling me to throw a, to throw a slider? No, no. I'm, I'm, look alive. Look, look alive. alive. So I come around the corner. The readout on the alarm says zone 10. I'm so amped at this point. I just start going, zone 10. Zone 10. <laughs> Not helping. Just strictly panicking. <laughs> so I read the thing. Zone, and I'm like, I read the the zones and it's back door. I'm like, it's the back door. And I come running around. The wind had just blown the door open was all that had happened. Yeah. So we get the alarm off. I close the door and I'm full on having a meltdown in, in the boxer room. briefs as well. Yeah. 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 I'm just literally like, <sighs> and dad's <laughs> like, are you cool? And I'm like, man, something's up. I don't know what it is, but I'm freaking out. And that's why I ran up to you. I was like, Andy and I ran upstairs and I'm like are you cool and you're like why aren't you wearing pants yeah and I was like also the wi-fi is out can you reset the router <laughs> that's right you literally could give two shit I knew what you was could... going I heard you yelling I heard zone 10 zone 10 zone 10 <laughs> and I was like what the fuck is going I was like he's out of his goddamn mind so then we're just sitting there and the phone rings again and it's the lady from grandpa's hospice is telling us that grandpa was on his way out. And so in retrospect, we realized that dad was just half awake and her accent was so thick. She was Spanish or something. And her accent was so thick that dad just, I don't know, just something weird. Yeah, Dad gives you about three words. And if he can't understand, he just, like, I don't know what the fuck's going What'd on. What'd you say? Yep. <laughs> I asked you what you said. <laughs> FF. FF. Yeah. So we all had to like drive up. The storm had come and gone. The storm blew through. But obviously, Grandma was not letting anyone go to sleep that night because no, it was 2 30 in the morning. She at this was point. letting us know that Grandpa was on the way out and we needed to get shit going. Yeah. No one was, everyone was still awake. No one got to go to sleep that night. She made sure of it. Yeah. And we had, and I remember we had to call and wake up everyone in the family and be like, get to the hospital. It's, it's ending. Except for our step-grandma, who we've seen naked, who showed up mm, just when he was he was on the other side of the door that was cracked. He was like, all right, okay, but like, for real, though, we were if there, anyone else wants to stop by. We were there till 5 in the morning, and sh- and we saw hide nor hair of that woman. No. And so we said our goodbyes, and then our cousin gave us a ride home. So we're leaving the hospital, and we get in the car, and as soon as he starts the car on the radio, they were playing We Are Family. That's right. And we were just, we all just started dying laughing. We were like, this is bananas. Well, and also I remember sitting in the lobby with Max and Monty and the girls and just telling stories about grandpa and laughing our fucking asses off. Well, yeah, because that's how we cope. That's how we cope. But I remember the lady, just some random lady was on the other side of the waiting room and she goes, can I be part of your family? Yeah. She was just like, because the way you guys are dealing with this. Also, Grandpa was a fucking character. 
and a lunatic. He was a fucking jokester. We're talking about the same man that drove golf balls into a neighborhood. And when dad was like, the fuck are you doing? He goes, fuck them. They're new balls. (laughs) Like this man. The same man who super glued Chris's headlights off. Yeah. Because he was drunk. The same man who gives people directions incorrectly on purpose yeah people would stop into the station and ask them directions which is what people did back then to get to the plaza which was five minutes away and they would send them down three highways i mean they'd get them there but man (laughs) did it take a while same guy that got almost arrested for shooting pigeons off the billboard (laughs) yeah station (laughs) oh Oh. it was crazy that was an insane weekend but but that was that's when I was like, um, I guess Grandma's hanging out at the house. So yeah, she there. I think she's. Did Dad have any more notes? Um, no, I read I read the article, read the text email in its entirety. Uh, God damn it, that is funny that he texted us an email. <laughs> I fucking uh, love being a boomer. Yeah, loud and clear. <laughs> Crystal Pepsi clear. <laughs> Um, okay, well, let's get into some stories. Um, so you know how we talked about D.B. Cooper briefly? Yes, the man who jumped out of a plane with a bunch of money mm-hmm. and then, um... Yes, in 1972. Okay, so the same year that the D.B. Cooper hijacking happened, 15 subsequent hijackings occurred. No way. Yeah, copycats. No one was successful. November 24th, 1971. 71. So in 1972, there were 15 hijacks similar to Cooper's, all unsuccessful. Yeah. With the advent of universal luggage searches, it was um, plane hijacking has dropped dem- dramatically. Could you imagine if that was still an issue? Well, because the last time it was real bad. So there were no further notable Cooper imitators until 1980. Okay. And this guy named Glenn K. Tripp, which sounds like a goof name for someone who's going to steal a plane. G.K. Tripp, very D.B. Cooper-esque. I know, G.K. Tripp with two Ps. Oh, come on. Come on. <laughs> so this dude hijacks a plane at Seattle-Tacoma Airport, and he demands $600,000. It's also 1980, so that's like $8 billion in today's money. Yeah. Demanding two parachutes, the money, and the assassination of his boss. So a quick-thinking flight attendant secretly drugged his alcoholic beverage with Valium, yeah. After a 10-hour standoff, during which Tripp reduced his demands to three cheeseburgers and a head start on getting away, <laughs> he was apprehended. <laughs> oh. But in 1983, while still on probation, he hijacked the same Northwest flight, <laughs> this time I'm, en route. Oh, uh, so the last one was grounded still. Oh, okay. And this one's en route and demanded to be flown to Afghanistan. When the plane landed in Portland, he was shot and killed by the FBI. <laughs> They're like you've had we had the, we already did this. You we're just gonna shoot you now. Yeah, we figured it out. We don't want to do this again. We wasted a Valium the last time. <laughs> Back to DB Cooper because I'm just reading this and I didn't know this part because I'd always wondered where the money came from. He did hijack the flight and then he got 200 grand in ransom, which is equivalent to 1.2 million in 2018, Ugh. and parachuted to it. So I didn't know he had actually uh, hijacked, but. Uh, he didn't hurt anybody. He got 200 grand. They did find some of it in the mud, but uh, he... Didn't they find, like, some... Oh, wait, that was a different guy. Like They found, like, cocaine in a bear's stomach, a dead bear's stomach. Oh, yeah? He had jumped out of a plane with, like, a bunch of cocaine. <laughs> you know, like you do. I mean, if you're going to be in the jungle and you're not going to have food... Yeah, you've got to be alert. You definitely need to be alert in the you jungle. You need to be alert, and it's going to make you not hungry. 
Man. It's like, you know what? I didn't do right the first time. Yeah. The flight was you right. You know that was his thought process. The flight was right. There was just one Shit. place where I fucked up. And for like two years, he was like, I could do it. And then there was a year of him like, I'm fucking doing it. Yeah, because just... like, they got me with the Valium and the drink the first time. Second time, he's on the flight. And she's like, sir, would you like a drink? And he's like, yeah, sure. What? <laughs> <laughs> You're not going to fool me twice. Do you drink tea? Do you drink sweet tea? No, I hate no. sweet tea. Do you drink regular tea? Yeah. You get lemon in your tea? Yeah. Do you ever get extra lemon? I love lemon. Well, is man. this another one of those things where they're like people's hands are dirty and they're grubbing on these lemons? Man gets really stoned after drinking McDonald's sweet tea. The victim ordered his tea with extra lemon, which he now believes was code for marijuana, since he found three bags of weed in his cup. Was there liquid in the cup? I don't know. Those are good bags. South Carolina man who went to McDonald's for a sweet tea says he only realized it was once he was high as a kite. So I think it was just in the tea. Brown says he'd never had marijuana, so he didn't recognize the taste. He says he paid regular price for the items, so he got free weed. Who just, like, dumps weed in a thing? Do you think it was an employee trying to ditch their stash? Or maybe their friend. I don't I don't know. Or if How they, does that happen? Just loose weed well, in a drink? this has happened before. Like, KFC somewhere where they, if you said, give me extra biscuits, that, mean, that meant a bag. They were selling weed out of a KFC. Which is stupid because... But also, extra, extra biscuits. biscuits isn't, like, a very rare order. No, everyone wants extra biscuits. Everyone, That's what I'm just saying. Just like extra lemon is not a rare order. No. If, if you want a rare order, you're like, hey, man, I'll have the McRib and the nachos. <laughs> and they're like, oh, yeah, we got you. And, you're like, and then I got a bag of heroin. Does it come in bags? I think it comes in bags. I'm, most drugs come in bags. I don't know. Well, do you buy it as a powder or a liquid? Oh, you buy it as a powder and then you cook it. Oh, and you cook it well, and melt you, it down. If, so, or you can snort it. Is you start, you start with snorting it. Oh, because then and that's then, the bad. That's when it and then bad. like and then that stops to become that stops doing it for you. So you start. That makes going, sense. I yeah. watch Breaking Bad. Uh, that was meth, though. I know, but they injected. I saw them cook it. Yeah. I know how drugs work from TV. Mm-hmm. Heroin and meth. I've never seen in real life. No, God, no, not yeah. at all. No, 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 no. Yeah, yeah. Nor yeah. do I want to, unless I'm approaching death, and then bring it on. Uh, but who knows what I've seen? Sometimes I don't wear my glasses. <laughs> uh. Do you sometimes I'm just like in my own head, you know, you know, who else aren't wearing their glasses? Who? Japanese women. Why? Uh, they've been told not to. Why? Apparently there's a ban on for women to wear eyeglasses in the workplace. Uh, yeah. What? Uh, the employee whose job involves arranging wheelchairs for customers who require one says she suffers from dry eyes as a consequence of wearing lenses for her eight hour shift with her commute back and forth. So they can wear contacts, but they're not. Glasses are banned for female employees in a number of industries, including customer service, beauty, and hospitality. I don't understand. Why? There's nothing sexual about glasses. Are they weapons? Or are they just a bunch of ugly dudes that <laughs> put this law in place so that these girls would think they're cute? I guess they think it doesn't look feminine. Is, is what oh, I'm that's gathering. fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's terrible. I told myself at the time that we weren't allowed to wear glasses because we needed to look feminine and that it just wouldn't do to wear them. But also, chicks with glasses are hot. And also, being able to see is great. Oh, so that's that's definitely hot. Could you imagine being told that you can't wear your glasses? Yeah, that would be weird. That would feel terrible. You know, and that's one of the things. Like, we live in a country where they can't tell us to do that. And I think a lot of people Yet. take that for granted. All right. <laughs> 
<laughs> He's not literally tearing up the Constitution. Uh, Yet. God damn it. <laughs> yeah, sorry, I'll cut it out. It he just... can't, like, even the president can't get to the Constitution. Yet. <laughs> I'm just fucking with you. I know you are. <laughs> but I but I also know that's kind of the millennial stance. It's like he's not doing it yet. You but you know he fucking will. Uh what what the fuck was I talking about? I don't before remember. Before you just kept fucking with me. <laughs> this is what happens. You just fucking poke me with a stick and poke <laughs> me with a stick and poke me with a stick. And then I'm like, I don't even remember where I was going. <laughs> Been running around these woods, trying to get away from you, and you just pokey, pokey, poke. I don't know which way's north anymore. Fuck! I hate this place. I hate my friends. North is up. North. <laughs> right. <laughs> Yet. What's your next story, you fucking dick? <laughs> what were you talking about? Uh, we were talking about Japanese women not being able to wear glasses. Oh yeah, oh, that's terrible. And then I was talking about. How some people take it for granted that everywhere they can just do whatever the fuck they want to. Yeah. But in a lot of countries, actually, let me back that up. In a, in the majority of the countries, that's not the case. Uh, so, yet. Uh, anyway, what's your next story? This is very funny. Okay. My hands are so swollen. Sorry, I was. That got, is hilarious. I got very drunk last night at the twins' birthday dinner. Oh, I've been five nights. Like I literally, I told you this earlier, but I can't drink tonight. I got, I got a spot at the comedy store, and I'm literally driving just so I can't drink. Um, have you seen this HBO box? No. So, <laughs> the HBO box is something that HBO is sending to college students, like a select number of college students. That is a cardboard box. That fits over you so you can watch your shows in private. Also, like I Like on your iPad or whatever? Yeah. It just looks like a jerk-off box. <laughs> to I be mean, that's perfectly honest. that's what it's honest, definitely going to turn into. It's already weird. You're like, oh, that's... So many people are going to jerk off in that. We will post it on the IGs like we did with the tattoo lady. So you'll be able to see it too. There yeah. it is. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> So it's for college students to watch their shows in private. Look at the leg holes. You could totally jerk off in there. No one would know except for, you know, the sounds. I think people could tell by your legs like they're just jiggling for no reason. <laughs> Aggressive. But it's it lays over you like you're in bed. You're laying down and then it lays on top of you. But it looks like it's also five feet tall. It looks very tall. Yeah. Oh, it looks. Like, oh, no, you can sit in it. I think he's sitting because, yeah, there's like a little door. You could jerk off at any position. It even really. has air holes. You know, Pornhub's going to put out the Pornhub box. Yeah. And it's just going to have like paper towel lining. In They're the also like, we, inserts. we started this. It's like, go wherever you want, Holmes. Mind your eyes. I just think it's hilarious. I think it's hilarious, too. Could you imagine showing up and you have to go potluck on your freshman roommate? You show up and that you walk in and like that's already set up on the bed. <laughs> but also, then you realize, oh wait, that's your HBO box and that he's in it and he's definitely jerking off in your HBO box. He'll know what's yours by what you wiped on the walls. Or what if you're in the HBO box and then you realize your roommate's jerking off because he thinks you're in the HBO box. Well. Not hearing him. Now you just got to wait it out. Well, that's what happens. That's why you got to mark him on the outside. <laughs> <laughs> Not with your seed, but with your name. Yeah, no one's carrying around a black light. <laughs> Not at a state school. Uh, 
here's something I'd like to bring up. There's an article by Christopher Elliott in USA Today. Christopher Elliott, like from SNL uh, and Schitt's Creek? Mm, I don't know. Chris Elliott? There's no picture. Just No, not. Oh, you're thinking. Yeah, not that guy. Captain Ron. Do you have the right to recline your airplane seat? Question mark. No. And here's why. As a man who travels, I'm executive platinum. I'm uh, I try, I'm at 137,000 miles on American this year. I want to tell you, in my opinion, this dude's wrong. Everyone's seat reclines, except on a few flights. If you're in the row in front of the emergency exit, your seats don't recline. That's luck of the draw, Holmes. But everybody's seats recline. So fucking lean on back. If it's that uncomfortable, the person behind you can fucking lean back. Yeah. It's not like they're doing something that's out of the realm of expectations. Yeah. No, there's a button for it. It's not yeah. like I've, I'm sitting there with wrenches. It's a functionality of the seat. They're not doing anything outside of what yeah. should be allowed because that's a button for a reason. Also, I'm six foot four. Yeah. If that seat didn't recline, it would literally start hurting my back. And also, don't get me wrong. I can only sleep with my face down on a tray table. Yeah. Which I sanitize. And then I also have my neck pillow in front of my face. Of I'm course. Not, I'm not super gross. Yeah, yeah. But if I'm like that and then someone puts their seat back... And yeah. it just like smashes my spine. Oh, yeah, a little bit. Yeah, and I'm like, first of all, that's also on me. Yeah. I'm taking a risk. You're unique in that fact. There's not a lot of people passing out on their... Yeah. I'm not saying that there aren't others, but it's a it's a minute percentage. Yes. Well, also, I can't fall asleep if people can see my face. Okay. Is that weird? Like in yeah, a public that, space, you know what I mean? Oh, okay. I fall asleep on the couch at mom and dad's easy peasy. All the time, and your face is I wide open. Help we it. fart in it all the time. <laughs> that's why my nose ring won't heal. <laughs> It also explains a lot of the pink eye. Uh, but yeah, he complained. He's like, well, if you lean back, you're in the other person's lap. No, listen, man, we're already in each other's laps. There's no reason we can't all just lean back. How about they're just already lent back? They're just all lean back all the time. Yeah. Then they don't, how, they just don't move up. That's the solution. No, it's the solution. Beds for everyone. Beds fucking pods. Everybody's in a pod. Give me a pod. Oh, Just let it. me be alone. I love a good pod. Well, even in business class, you you got a buddy. Still, you Double don't have pods. people's leg bits spilling over into you. Oh, yeah. It's so great. And also, you're lay flat and your screen's super big. And you've got like tables where you don't even know you have tables. You're like, you like look behind. You're like, oh, fuck, I can sit here too. And there's USB ports. Oh, man. I love a good transcon flight. Uh, it's been fun. It's been a great episode. This has it been good. It fucking flew by. It did fly by. Hey. If you have any questions, concerns, comments, make sure you reach out to us at one millionth pod. That's all words. That's one million with a TH and a POD at gmail.com. Because it's the best mail. Like who uses AOL? And maybe uh, maybe we'll read it on the pod here. Tell them where you can find them on the social meds. Oh, yeah. You can find us on Instagram at one millionth pod. That's all words. The word one million with a TH and a POD at the end. Almost got it. It's like 80% there. Someday it's just going to fly out of you. Just like everything else. Right? Like Second the, time I've said that, I'm going to have to get a third one in before the end of the podcast. Like the hilarity. Because for, you know, the rule of threes. Yep. <laughs> what were we talking about? Uh, oh, and our Twitter yep. is at the number one and then the words millionth pod. Uh, until that guy dies. Until that guy dies. You can find me at Andy Porter on Instagram and at Andy Porter on Twitter. And you can follow me at I am Chris Porter on both Twitter and Instagram. I will be in Phoenix this week. Uh, just Thursday and Friday. I'll be at Stand Up Live in Phoenix. Uh, Thursday at 8 p.m. and Friday at 10 p.m. And then I'll be at the Improv in Tempe at 8 p.m. on Friday. I'm going to be zip 
zapping all over the Phoenix Metro. I've also heard it's pronounced Tempe. Yeah, okay. My friend's from there. Yeah, it's, she was it's Tempe. Him. Tempe. She just wants to make you sound stupid when you go there. Honestly, that totally sounds like something she'd do. It's like it's like when that it's like when Stephen Malloy came back from Mexico and told us they were Mashians. <laughs> Shut the fuck up, Stephen. Mashians. All right. Well, hey, I'm Chris Porter. I'm Andy Porter. This has been the One Millionth Podcast. As always, fuck you. Come on by. Bad it, but What was that thing I needed to say to be a three? I don't remember. I don't listen to anything you say.